Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. Susie Orman here, and you are listening to the Women in Money podcast. We are strong. All right. It is the first day of Hanukkah. It is also three days before Christmas. So this obviously is the gift giving time of year. And so with that said, I was thinking, all right, what is the greatest gift that I've ever been given? Me. <laughs> now, I guess she butted, and I guess she just gave it away. That's KT. It's KT. And Happy holidays, everybody. I can't tell you how excited I am to be back. Susie, <laughs> Susie let me in. She let me in her sacred space. This is her recording studio. Mm. Someday I'll publish a photo of what it looks like. It's fabulous. It's tiny. She doesn't ever need a lot of space, but I'm in. And since she's back, everybody, for those of you who don't know, that is KT. KT stands for Kathy Travis. And KT and I have been together now for about how long, Travis? 20 years. We're going on 20 years. It's 20 years. Yeah. Something, huh? I know. It gets better every year. But I still think... And I'm it, in. <laughs> I still think we're on 19, but she wants to push it to 20. I guess that is a good sign. But here's the scoop. KT and I did do a podcast a number of months ago. You want to know what was so strange about that podcast? That was one of the most popular podcasts of the over 100 podcasts that I've done. And ever since that podcast, what have you been saying, KT? When can I come back, Susie? No, every, listen, let me just talk for a minute. Oh, absolutely. Everyone wanted me back. And I kept saying, hey, when can I come back? She said, okay, Thanksgiving, you can come back. Then Thanksgiving passes. And I said, Susie, let's do our podcast. No, you were too busy. You're cooking. You're with the family. Forget it. I have a deadline, KT. It's over. Then Thanksgiving passes. And she said, you know what? We're going to do one together for Christmas. Because, <laughs> can I tell them why? Susie wait, wait, hates before, Christmas. Wait, before you go on, do you think, <laughs> everybody listening to this, do you think the powerful Susie Orman has any say when it comes no. to Miss Travis? I do not. So go ahead, girlfriend. So she <laughs> said, let's do Christmas and let's tell everyone what it's like to experience Christmas every year with Susie. It's kind of like the same thing that happens when hurricane season arrives. She gets prepared. She doesn't like it. She thinks it's going to put tons of people in debt, all the holiday gift giving, all the shopping, all the stress. 
Susie does not like Christmas. Wait, 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 KT. Let me just tell everybody, it's not that I hate the spirit of Christmas. I hate the pressure that everybody goes into or under, whatever you want to say, to get gifts for Christmas. KT, do you know? All the years that I was a financial advisor seeing clients, you should see the smile. She, she's smiling. Why are you smiling <laughs> at me? Because you look so pretty. She got, I have to tell everybody, this is such a big deal that I get to come into her recording studio. She took a really nice shower and made her hair real pretty. She put on a beautiful blouse. Susie looks so pretty right now in this little box that we're in. What do you want from me, KT? What do you want from me? Why are you giving (laughs) me compliments No, I'm just looking at you that you look really great and and I can... Well, I couldn't have looked worse than I've looked the past week. She was so sick. She was... Does everyone know you were really sick? I told them on the Thursday podcast, I did. And I told them that you wouldn't come near me because you couldn't get sick. Because if you went sick, if you got sick, everything went down. But can you all hear she does have a little frog in her voice? I don't know, Katie. No, I'm good. You're good. Anyway, so back to the point that I was making, which is I would work so hard with my clients to get them out of debt. January, February, March, June, August, September, October, we were almost out of debt. Then came November and December, and they went right back into debt. You know why? To buy Christmas, Hanukkah, all kinds of gifts for the holidays. And it would drive me crazy. And I felt so bad because I understand all the pressure that all of you are under to give gifts to you, especially your kids, your grandkids. But how do you do that when you don't have any money? All right, go ahead, Katie. So... Susie hates the holidays. I love holidays, but not for buying gifts or receiving or giving. We make things in our family. I think you've talked about this before in the past. We make gifts. We don't buy them. So let's start from the beginning. No, but wait, let me finish telling why I love it. I love it because it's a time that we gather. I love the decorating. I love the cooking. We, I'm Italian, so we have this Italian tradition where we make these pastries called gooch. And this was passed down from my great-grandma. And now Susie makes them, and they're beautiful pastries in the shape of a fish, very befitting for our island lifestyle. And we wrap those up and make them, we present this as our gift to all of our friends. So we deliver, we go around and I make Susie wear a little, like little Christmas outfit and we go around in our golf cart. I can't believe I do it. (laughs) And deliver these pastries, these little cookies, all right. They love it. They wait actually every year. Every year, year, everyone wants our Not Not for what we could buy them. But what we made them, and this is a tradition that actually started when I first met Katie, not just with the gooch, but we had to lay down family laws. Because at the time that I met Katie, Katie has two sisters, and one of her sisters and three brothers, brothers, sorry, but we always celebrated with the sisters Mm -hmm. and, and their kids. But the younger sister, her kids, were only like three or four and one and two, whatever it was, when Aunt Susie came into the picture. So we had to have new rules. What were those rules, KT? We don't buy gifts. We make gifts for each other. And I have to tell you, if those children, our nieces and nephew, are now 22 and and 20. 20, if you were to interview them and say, what are the best Christmas memories you have with 
Aunt Susie and Aunt Kathy, they call me Aunt Kathy, they will tell you that the year in San Francisco that we took scrap wood and made a tree and decorations that we made by hand, the year that... We also made a menorah because we celebrate almost everything. Why not? Go on. Go on, KT. And... If we ask those kids about the memories, I remember one year they made us, for us, the children made like a thousand little origami cranes. Yeah. And they they displayed them. In the form of a Christmas tree. But here was the point. For years and years and years, I refused to let anybody in this family buy a Christmas tree. I was like, no way are we spending money on a tree that we're then going to throw away. But here's what we are going to do. We're going to go down to where the Christmas trees are sold. You want to tell the no, story? That was, I did that. You I, did it, no, but you whose idea do, was that? It was my idea. Oh, are you Wait, kidding so me? So Susie would not <sighs> let me have a Christmas tree. This was our first Christmas together in Manhattan and on the corner of where we lived was a a guy that sold trees at night and he used to cut the bottoms off and had a big pile of scrap. And I said, can I try to create something? And Susie said, anything you want to make KT is fine with me. So I went down and, and asked if I could have all the scrap cuttings. He said, lady, take whatever you want. And he gave me a big pile and I brought them back into the apartment and had a, we had a really nice glass vase for flowers. We filled that up with water and red apples. Yeah. We, we sunk apples in it, remember? Yeah. And we put all those branches in the cuttings and made the most beautiful pine arrangement. And that was our way of celebrating for years the holidays. We and loved years, it. Little by little. So that might have been her idea. Wait, remember? No, no, but you had an idea when we spent Christmas in the um, island. Yeah, yeah, wait, where were we? At Parakeet. Parakeet. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Susie, tell them what we did. So again, there for Christmas is we walked the beach and we found driftwood. And we brought it back to the place that we were staying. And we found shells. And we got string and we hung the shells on the driftwood in a, in the, in a bucket of sand. And it was so pretty. So we can go on and on with these stories. But here is the main point. For years and years, I refused to let anybody in my family buy Christmas or Hanukkah or holiday gifts, as well as birthday gifts. The only gifts that were able to be given in our family were gifts that were made and no money was spent even on the materials to make that gift. You had to figure it out and find it or whatever on your own. Wait, let me tell them about you. Susie gives me, for many occasions, the most precious gift of all. Can you all guess what that would be? So every holiday or special occasion or... um, Remembrance, Susie gifts me with the one gift, and I long for this every single year. She writes the most unbelievable letters. One day, I may publish them or allow them to be shared. They are so beautiful and so heartwarming and and creative and unique and full of 
love, I can't even find words to describe it. And I talk a lot, everyone. They're, oh, have you no, noticed she talks a lot? It's all right, no problem. Precious gift Susie could ever give me. And what do I do, KT, with every little scrap of paper you have ever written on Notes. since the day I met you, whether it's out, I, you know, I have to go pick this up, whatever. I have saved every single scribble and fabulous letters as well that KT has written me. Since the day I met her, you should see how large this box is. She has two boxes. Now you started a second one. Yeah. And here's what's interesting about that. I don't collect anything. I collect two things and two things only. Everything else I throw away. I am like this clutter. Clutterless. Clutterless freak. It's like, oh, I don't need this? Gone. I don't want this? Gone. It's whatever. But the, the point is, is that I only collect KT's letters to me and scraps of paper and the coins, the military coins that I've been given over all the years that I've worked with the military. And one day I'll tell you more about those. All right. Where do we go from here now, KT? Well, today's the first day of Hanukkah. Yeah. So should we, should we share a little story about our life on the island and Columbia? You want to tell them oh, about? We can. This is funny. This is fun, everybody. So, Susie and I have um, a houseman that actually takes care of our property. He actually helped build this home that we live in, and we love him like our son. Absolutely adore him, and he's a big guy. He's and he's young, and his name is Columbia. So Columbia is from Colombia. He's from South America. He never even knew what Hanukkah was, but. When Susie and I were here the first holiday, we lit a menorah. And he My said, grandmother's menorah. And he said, Actually, what is, that was the only thing I've ever stolen. Do you know that? You stole it? Yeah. What do you mean you stole it? Do you remember when my mom was dying? You should not tell people on a podcast you stole a menorah. Well, I kind of She did. didn't steal it. It was left. She took it from her <laughs> mother's belongings and didn't ask her two brothers if they would like it. She just yeah, took because possession. I was afraid that my mom was no. going to give it. It was my grandmother's you took menorah. Possession of Grandma Goldie's yeah. menorah. And when my mama was obviously wait, failing. So, All right, go on. Well, let me finish the story of Columbia. So he watches. I obviously have no choice in this. Go on. So I said, Susie, <laughs> come on, you got to light the candles and sing your little song, and you know, because I love holidays. I don't care whose they are. I love holidays. So Susie starts lighting the candles. And he comes in, he said, what are you doing? I said, Kolo, this is Hanukkah. And every night for eight nights, Susie's going to, at sunset, will light a candle and sing a little song. It's called a prayer. And you get a gift. It's called a prayer. Okay. She sings a little prayer. (laughs) And traditionally, kids, each child would get a little gift on each night. He said, oh, I love Hanukkah. So Susie and I... We kind of played a little joke and we got, we actually bought some things for him that he needed, like socks, underwear, sneakers. And every night under the tree, under a Christmas tree, we had a Hanukkah gift for Columbia. And when that sun was going down, he'd run in to be there when she was lighting the menorah. He's 40, by the way. Yeah, 40 year old big boy. And we gave him (laughs) his gift and he just loved Hanukkah. So this year, you know, he said, Hey, are we going to have Hanukkah again? I said, yes, you have Hanukkah every year. So that's his favorite holiday. And I'll, and yes, we do buy him little things because when you live on an Island, 
there's no way to buy anything. There's not no place on this island to buy anything, really. So everything has to be brought in. And for, so for Colombia, not for each other, but for Colombia, we do make exceptions and buy him things that he absolutely he needs, needs yeah. without a needs. shadow of a doubt. Not wants, these are needs. needs. Yeah. But the main point, really, of this podcast is that there's a joy in giving of yourself. There's a joy of giving priceless gifts that are beyond anything that you could ever buy for anybody. Do you know, when I was first always doing the Today Show and the Oprah Show, I would go out on the streets with my cameras mm. and the Susie Orman Show. Yeah. And I would go up to kids and I would say to them, because they were always around 30 Rock, and I would say to them, can you tell me what you got last year for the holidays? And they would look at me and they'd go, um, um, I, I actually don't remember. And then I started to ask adults, what were you given last year for the holidays? And they couldn't remember. So I'm asking all of you right now, what were you given last year? Ask your kids if they can remember what they were given, because here's what's so sad, is most of you have had to put those gifts on your credit cards, pay the minimum payment due when the bill comes in. It will take you 10 or 15 or 30 years possibly to pay off those gifts if all you pay is the minimum payment due. And you can't even remember one year later what it is that you gave or were given that people are still paying for. I just think that's crazy. What are you smiling about? We didn't finish about something about Columbia. Oh, Jesus, go on. No. What? Because he's like our son. He makes every year yes. a gift for Susie, not for me, because I have to collaborate and help him a little, for Susie. Probably because she's the captain of the boat. So he makes a, a gift every year, and every year that gift has a nautical theme. And she loves them. Tell them what he made you. Yeah, my favorite of all the gifts he made me, really, is this little sign. And he finds all this material in you know the garbage heap of this island where people throw things away. And he made a little sign that says, gone fishing. And he painted it. And he put little fish hooks to hang it up with a little bead a hanger that he made. So every day when we're out fishing, we hang that on the front door so people know we're not in the house. We're actually out fishing. That is my favorite thing and he's made he, me. And then he did another little... The sign was so popular that he said, Hey, KT... Can I make her another sign? I said, of course. He made another one that says, quiet, please, recording. And and he makes Susie these little gifts that are so precious, but they all have a function. It's something that is more meaningful. Right. Can you tell that she really loves this man? Oh, we do, like our boy. Yeah. And the reason we love him so, by the way, is he's always happy. Such a happy person. He's always grateful for every little thing that he has, as well as little things that happen on this island. He's been on this island now for almost 20 years. Can you imagine? And he's just so great. Now, what was I talking about when you so interrupted me? About um, people spending money and how and that... And they're still paying for it. Yeah, and it right? bothers so that's, you. And so that, that does bother me. But 
I just want you to really understand that maybe this is a tradition that you should start, a tradition of giving of yourself more than giving of your money, giving of your love versus giving more of what somebody says they want. It just, this is a time, this is a time in everybody's life, honest to God, everybody, where I would just so want you to just be as happy, really, as happy as KT and I are, to be as happy as Columbia is, to be as happy as everybody could be if they just came from that true spirit of what's important in life and what you can buy with your money is never going to be what's really important in life. All right, you have one more story. That's it. And then we got to go. So about maybe two or three years into our relationship, um, we would I would always be very busy with the family and the visitors and cooking and preparing. Which, by the way, for me, was very difficult because I really wasn't that close to my family and I didn't have the love in my family that KT has in hers. And I would watch her with her brothers and her sisters and her nieces and her nephews and her mom and everybody, really. And I couldn't relate. I was like, can't it just be you and me, KT? Do we always have to share birthdays and holidays with your family? What is this about? Now I get it. But it took me many, many years to understand love, to feel love. Right, KT? It was yeah. hard for me. And I bet you anything that people go, oh, Susie Orman, she always had a loving family. She always had this. She always had that. And it wasn't quite that way for me, was it, KT? No, it was just different. It was different. Everyone's different. And, and your relationship with your family was different. Mine was like, couldn't wait to get together. And we and still, still are, can't still wait like to that. get together. And, and, and now, you know, Aunt Susie is, is absolutely right in there with, with the gang. Yeah, but it, that, it, I have to tell you, it took literally almost 15 mm-hmm. years for me to get it just recently has changed in the past four or five years. All right, so go on. While we're busy getting everything ready, and and we usually celebrate the 24th, Christmas Eve. That's an Italian tradition, not necessarily the 25th of December. I would find everyone busy. I'd say, where's Susie? And I'd go in the back, and and she'd be in the bedroom by herself on the phone, and she'd have a little list of paper next to her. And I figure, oh, she's busy talking to somebody and I'd be quiet and shut the door and she'd be in there for like three hours and then she'd come out and I'd say who was that you were on the phone with so long she said oh a number of of my friends I said oh who did you call thinking like they're my friends too these were total strangers total strangers to me but not to Susie when she would receive, and but this was all started at the Susie Orman show, she would receive um, letters or or emails emails from, you know, her fans or people that just needed help, and some of them were so heart wrenching or difficult or challenging that they became Susie's little secret pen pals. And she would have these relationships with total strangers. And on Christmas morning, she would call them and during the holidays and just comfort them or not let them ever feel alone. 
And it, when I think about it, it, it makes me a little bit emotional thinking how she changed and continues to change one at a time, so many lives, so many hearts. So for me, that's the true spirit of Christmas. All right, KT. So it's about to end this podcast. So everybody, I wrote a little poem for you. And, and I get that it's about Christmas. And I understand that today is the first day of Hanukkah. But it's, it's also, it's just what came out. So just, I wish all of you a happy Hanukkah, obviously. But it's just what came out. So here it is. Are you ready? So it's three days before Christmas and under the tree. The kids are looking and wondering, why are there no gifts for me? You have explained to all that money is tight, but the kids are saying, we're still going to get presents, right? You have made it this far by not giving in, but the pressure is mounting and the kids' desire and your guilt are starting to win. However, in the back of your mind, you can hear my voice loud and clear, saying, please don't go into debt just to show your loved ones you care. The greatest gift any of you can ever give is the gift of love, a great way to live. So I don't know why, but I just wrote that this morning. So it's mainly because it's in these last days before Christmas where the pressure mounts and you give in and you go, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to get anything I see so that I have something to give to somebody else. I am asking you to make this holiday season a holiday season that you give to yourself. This is a holiday season that you say no out of love for yourself versus yes out of guilt or shame or fear of what others may feel. And this is a holiday season that you know that KT and I wish you what, KT? The happiest of holidays and may your house be blessed with the love that we feel every day in ours. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.